What up, friends? Welcome to the third edition of Feinbolt here on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Jeffrey Feinbolt, and what an exciting time to be talking Chargers football. Probably the greatest Chargers win in years, uh, probably since they beat the Ravens in a playoff game a couple years ago or in that same season when they beat these Kansas City Chiefs with a walk-off two-point conversion by Mike Williams. Oh, I'll just tell you, my neuroses, I am so tortured. I guess I felt they were going to lose that game the entire time. But maybe the movies are different now, friends. Maybe it's actually that we will get to write better movies. At times, that felt like a Michael Bay movie. A little freaking crazy. We'll get into it. I am super excited to be talking Chargers football. I hate that I've got to go to bed six more times and then wait to 10. I guess that's the old one. And then wait till 8 p.m. that very day to watch the Chargers play on Monday Night Football next week. And you wonder if there'll be any oxygen left in the football universe after Brady plays the Patriots on, on Sunday night. In my head, you know, like me and Pat, we like to have fun with wrestling analogies, and you'll probably this first on 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 uh, the show with Pat and Tim. But it feels like Sunday night is um, it's like the Rock Hogan at Mania 18 here in Toronto. I was there. Chargers Raiders the next night. That feels like Jericho Helmsley. Yeah, no one cares. There's no gas in the building. I'll be full of it. I'll be full of hot gas probably when we get to Monday next week. And I'll be honest with you right now. It's too early in the week. I don't even want to talk to a Raider fan. So we're going to be doing none of that this week. Just me talking Chargers. Maybe on Monday. Maybe on Monday. I haven't spoken to anybody about this. Haven't even asked permission. I don't really even know the logistics of it. But maybe on Monday I can give you just a quick, um, super short, special fine bolt edition as you could, you know, just see me reverberating through my chair on a Monday afternoon waiting for kick. I can't wait to play the Raiders. I cannot wait, but it's a long time. It's a long time between now and our opportunity um, to play the Raiders. So let's get into it. I still have the winners of um, the card giveaway. The card giveaway from the first edition of Feinbolt. So I am going to be doing that on Twitter on Wednesday of this week. So maybe when you're watching this, that will have already been announced, but I'm going to announce the winner on Twitter of that this week. Sorry, I I guess I I missed that last week. I'm no Pat Mayo. I'm no Pat Mayo, but I'm thrilled to be part of Mayo Media here. And uh, don't forget, Mayo's still killing it. We have our spread pick show. He's got a show with Cam and Pizzola, which is probably the greatest thing on the network ever. It really is. And anytime people send comments that are like, I really love Pat and Tim, but no offense, this is better. None taken. You guys got to know, man, Cammy was at my wedding. I love Cam. I worked beside Cam for years. I worked for Cam. Some of the greatest memories in my freaking life, like in my life, my favorite workplace memories. And I guess, yeah, work sucks, but I got to go to work for so many years sitting, um, and taking pretty much taking orders from Cam Stewart, but that's not like we've worked for 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 assholes and jerks. That's not like taking orders from Cam Stewart is 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 different. It's different. 
Yeah. You know, the farthest you go is, you know, to pick him up a whopper, put it through the garden twice. So what an amazing show on the Friday lineup here at Mayo Media. If you haven't already been tuning into that, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And Mayo's obviously still doing the golf stuff weekly, more of the DraftKings than betting, but he's made it a, a, a combo show. Football takes over the world. We'll be back uh, Christmas. We'll do season previews and we'll be back tournament of champions through all the way till next football season, pretty much, you know, doing that golf show at Mayo. So those asking about it, don't worry. If you want my golf picks, you find them. Just follow me on Twitter. You'll find my golf picks. I do golf stuff, plenty of stuff. Let's move on. Like, sub, comment. Those all do me great favors. Show Mayo that you care about me, that you like me, and that you want to support the show because that's kind of important. See if we continue doing this show. Now what you're here for. Let's break it down. Okay. Every piece of content I did last week, did I expect the Chargers to win? No. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But if you asked me, if you asked me, and you didn't ask me, you didn't even have to ask me because I told you anyway. I was most excited to see. I was most in anticipation of. I could not wait to experience the strategic deployment, crazy or not, that Coach Daly was going to bring into this game. I spoke about it at nauseum at some points. Did not know if we were going to win. Did not know. Did not expect to win. You're playing Patrick Mahomes off a loss. Trying to be realist. Didn't want to get my expectations up. Um, <coughs> my expectations are up for Monday. I'll tell you that much. God damn it. Um, but, but yeah, you know, we're going into Kansas City. My mind was already like, okay, we probably lose this one. Let's get to two and two when we beat the Raiders on Monday and everything is kind of still in front of us. Woo! But what I did continuously bring up was the thing that I am most interested about multiple times on this show, on Mayo show, on every radio hit I did. And I love when people bring me on to their radio hits or their podcast to talk about golf. And they then turn it into talking to me about the Chargers. Even though I have this show, I just love talking about the Chargers. I'm not that excited to talk about Sanderson freaking farms. Get out of here. Get out of here. So, so there is, uh, there's that. There's that. Hold on one second. I just had a workman come in. I really like this guy. He can have his way in my house, but I got to let him know that he has his free reign. That's real life. That's real life. I don't know. Uh, where was I? So we were super excited to see where Staley was going to use the deployment or, or what sort of strategic approach. Yes, that, that's what I'm trying to say. What sort of strategy was Brandon Staley going to bring to his first game against the Kansas City Chiefs? And holy shit. Holy shit. Were you expecting that? Maybe on some level you were. But that was pretty, that was far more intense than anything I was anticipating. But I'm absolutely here for it. And maybe last week versus Dallas was um, a hint when, with about 13 minutes to go in the third quarter, he went for a fourth and one from his own side of the field. Before I say what I am going to say, before I break down what I am going to break down, it must be mentioned hopefully maybe for the final time last year week two justin herbert's first game the game is in overtime the chargers have a fourth and one and anthony lynn punted 
He punted. Wrap your freaking head around that. Compare that to what just happened on Sunday. Fourth and four. About a minute left before the half. We're at midfield. We can punt them deep and we go for it. And what an amazing play that was. We got like 30 yards into the red zone. Illegal shift. I could do a whole show on illegal shift. The only thing that could stop this team right now is illegal shift. You probably would have thought at that moment that would be the worst illegal shift that could happen to the Chargers today. It was not. There was a worse one later. And the one before the half was like blatant. I saw it. There's no dispute. It was like a clear multiple man in motion, man moving forwards. You're not allowed. Like, I am, what's enough? I think I have an understanding of the rules. But that was naked eye, like to the TVI at home, pre-snap obvious to me. And the flags came out right away, and I didn't see anyone on Kansas City offside. So that sucked. We In the end, it's fourth and nine midfield before the half. We punt. We punt. They take the ball. They get a field goal. We I consider that a win, essentially. Anytime Kansas City has the ball, they don't score a touchdown. You consider that a win. I mean, turnovers are key, and we did that. That was amazing. Like, oh, my God. Everyone on the defense got a game ball. Deserved. Way to go, Staley. Mike Williams was the other game ball. Um... Yeah, the turnovers, you want to force the punts, but even field goals, field goals are wins. That's what I was trying to say. We hold them the field goal. They come out in the second half. They get a touchdown, and then they pretty much do great things with the football. They score a touchdown essentially every time they have the football, right? Every time they have the football in the second half, they score a touchdown. Except when they went three and out with two minutes left in the game to give the Chargers back, who then marched down the field and went. And I did not mind. The wind was crazy. The guy missed two extra points in the game, which is its own issue. And I don't really want to talk about it in this show. But but they go, they're ready to go for a fourth and four. And then they decide, nope. And I believe there was already a fourth down that they already went to. Then we get a false start. Then we get a false start and it's fourth and nine. You're like, oh my God, now we're totally out of field goal range. Maybe they just punt and try to play for AOT. Nope. They go for it. They get a penalty on the play against the Chiefs. I don't care. Fair not. I don't give a what. I don't give a what. You think I'd apologize for a flag that wasn't supposed to be thrown that goes my way? I will not apologize. You kick me in the nuts too many times and then ask me to apologize? You can't slap me in the face five times and I slap you and say, say sorry. Doesn't work like that doesn't work like that okay so no apologies from me and it seems like they'd have gone for fourth and 15 like i don't know but that that was crazy and then they did it and they get it all the way down to the goal line hold on let's back up they threw to Jalen guyton on a fourth and nine with essentially the game because mahomes and their kicker so good that would have ended the same way tucker that would ended the same way mason crosby ended they probably would have even gotten the ball shorter down the field or a lot farther down the field, I guess we should say. Um, so then we get to the goal line. 
we're making like we can run the game out and then they pass and then for a moment you're like holy shit like staley like what's the matter with you are you i'm in love with what you're doing and then you do something like so crazy right so crazy but so it was reassure very reassuring to all of us bolt gang nation bolt pride nation whatever they call ourselves fine bolt nation that um you find out after the game that no that was a run call like the intention was to either try to run that ball into the end zone from the one yard line or have that clock run out and click a field and kick a field goal herbert changes the call at the line of scrimmage so i guess maybe we need to have a conversation with justin about like that's amazing you saw the matchup advantage but sometimes they're really like running into a, an 11 man front there was maybe even part of the plan. So you didn't need to change it. And more risk comes into play. Catchable balls that Justin Herbert throws is insane. Maybe arguably a top three most catchable football on the planet of Earth. I can't speak to other constellations. I've never been. But on this one that I live, I don't think there are more than three people on earth that throw a better ball. Even that play before the half where the Chargers throw it into the end zone was it Guyton almost came down with it. Perfect ball. Perfect ball placement. It's just rare. It's rare. It's unfortunately a couple of the bad passes have been interceptions because everything else seems like so perfectly catchable. But we got to work, I guess, just have an extra conversation. You won't have to tell Justin that again twice. Three, end of the game. Let's run it out. Uh, yeah, so, well, ow, so that's exciting. I'm excited. They beat the chiefs. The chiefs are a litmus test. That's how I feel. Uh, did they beat the chiefs at their best? Probably not. Do the chiefs need to be worried? Short answer for me is no. I don't think the chiefs need to be worried. They're so good. Their defense is really bad, but I don't think there's a lot of teams that can do what the Chargers were able to do or what the Ravens, you know, have a special player and can do. The one thing I guess I would say about the Chiefs is under the construct of normal football or football as we used to know it, the Chiefs are perfect. The Chiefs have no concerns. But under this different construct of football where the chiefs have lost two games in a row and now the um and now with the great eight of fourth down like a significant usage of fourth down it seems like that could become the norm when playing the chiefs you might die early. You might die by halftime, but maybe it's this your only choice is you have to keep trying to step on their neck and you have to utilize fourth down. And, and, and in situations where your play calling wouldn't incorporate going forward in third down when you're, say, making second down play calls, I think that you should. I think that you should. Um. So... It's weird. Like, if teams use fourth down to punt, the Chiefs are totally fine. But if teams sort of follow the Ravens and the Chargers and say, no, we're playing the Chiefs, we're now using fourth down to go for it. 
because that defense isn't very good. And we need, we're going to use all four downs. We're going to use all four downs. So that could just be this new wrinkle. And maybe we should have seen it sooner. And maybe like in a way it's the ultimate credit to the chiefs for how good they've become that they've literally changed how we need to play them. Because as much was spoken about the previous week, they scored 49 offense. They scored 28 offensive points on 49 plays. They were really doing a great job of moving the ball last week. They turned it over a lot. You know, you could just call that lot like, I don't want to say luck, but you know, because there's an element of Mahomes wants to keep doing these crazy things. Once in a while, there's going to be defenses that, you know, make some plays because he's doing some crazy things. And a lot of the times he can get away with it. But like in any sport, there's going to be days where he doesn't. And then, you know, they had some fumbles on the running back and Mahomes was even lucky. He fumbled trying to get into the end zone and recovers. There's another one on um, on the carpet. But so in, in closing, I'm not worried about the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know, though, but I guess that means I need to be worried about other teams. And, and I guess we'll get there. But one, one game at one game at a time, one game at a time. I just want to make sure. Uh, I just want to do more a couple more game notes. I got, I got my own notes. Um, not my own note, like point form things on topics, right? Even do like speech. I'll just do point form and then I'll talk, right? I know what I want to say. Just trying to decide where I want to go next. Uh, the schedule. Schedule's now hard, right? Schedule's hard. Raiders on Monday and then the Browns on Sunday. I may be at that game. Unlikely, but I may be at that game in Los Angeles of all places. Road to Baltimore, bye week, and then home to the Patriots. I will be at that game. I will be at that game. Long story short, I will be with family going to San Diego. My heart there forever. Um, it's just personal. Uh, well beyond the Chargers. Although it's those reasons as to why I love the Chargers. So we'll, we'll go down there as a fam at the end of October. I'm going to that Halloween game versus the Patriots. And I'm going to be in Vegas next week. Next week. And I've had thoughts of grandeur of getting on a plane from Vegas first thing Sunday morning on one of those like really sketchy airlines that you guys have in America. But I imagine just be a few bucks get from Vegas to Los Angeles and go. SoFi is like five minutes from the airport from LAX. So fly to Los Angeles, go to LAX. And instead of my buddies are staying in Vegas and they're taking the red eye home or some are going home the next morning, instead of taking a red eye home from Vegas with my friends, I'll be taking a red eye home from Los Angeles by myself. It really all comes down to what happens Saturday night in Vegas. So I guess if I do end up making this mission, Saturday night in Vegas was not like the total banger that it should have been, or I am on fumes and I'll be like strolled through a wheelchair through airports and then sit in a handicap section watching a football game. 
The only reason I'm considering it is because the pilgrim to so like going at the end of October might not be soon enough for me. I need to be like Rudy's dad. I got to get there. Okay. Like my eyes need to see it and I need to see it again. And I'm still weird to be dating such a pretty girl. That's so weird to me. And we're like more of a dump organization who should be playing in a dump. Now we play in this place for a dollar a year rent, Stan Concrete, who built it for $5 billion. So I guess some people call that a good deal. And then the Chargers franchise evaluation has, has skyrocketed um, now that they're in SoFi and, and in Los Angeles. So that's its own different thing. But speaking on to the schedule again, folks, speaking on to the schedule again, the league is really... Okay. I don't want to make this a thing. But to me, it's real. The Chargers are in a delicate spot. It's exciting they have this team that could be really good and exciting and people hopefully locally want to get behind. And we all know L.A. You're only good. Like, you only cared about if you're a winner. But if you're a winner in L.A., you'd be really important. And I make the analogy, the Rams might always be the, they'll never be the Lakers, but in a football construct, they might always be teammate. There's nothing the Chargers can probably do about that. That's fine. But my point of comparison would be when even when the Lakers are great, when the Clippers have really good teams, remember those like Blake Griffin fun teams or even the teams they have now that are underachieving when the Clippers are really good, despite being a historically doormat franchise, when they are good, they then become used by the league and, and get put in pedestal positions like playing on Christmas Day, which is extensively the most primetime slot regular season the NBA can give a team so when the Chargers if they get really good or are really good I I expect them to get that sort of treatment right regardless if they'll never be the long-term winner in the local market when they're good they'll be treated special by the league because they're in Los Angeles they play in that stadium the league loves um, you know games that hit both time zones nonetheless that's just my opinion that being said, to have their first game, their first two games in this new stadium couldn't be against two more, um, two opponents who, who will dominate more. And I get it. Like, they're going to get dominated a lot. They will. That's just the reality of the situation. They're the Chargers. But, but you don't have to play them against in their first two home games against preeminent like franchises who will travel extreme. So that is, that is annoying. That is annoying. You know, show me, you know, Houston's an unfair team to pick on because they seem like not low. I'm not saying give me Houston, give me Jacksonville. Do you know what I mean? Just give me like Baltimore, like something. I know we're not playing Baltimore at home. Even the Browns who are a great franchise and they'll have tons of fr fans there. They will. And I might be at that game, as I just mentioned. Even the Browns. And they got, do you know how many, how many, how many Stephanies from Ohio moved to L.A. to be an actress? And now they're just flipping their clit on OnlyFans. So they'll be at that game, too. I'm going to use that line again when we play Baltimore. I like it. Note to self. Or Cleveland, right? So we're playing the Raiders this week. Now, the crowd this week is going to be insane. Insane. A lot of guys 
that act really tough and probably are really tough. And unlike me, didn't go to Jewish private school and they put like shoe shine in their beards to make them glossy and look really tough. Uh, that that's that there could be a nasty vibe there on Monday. I do not care. Put a hundred freaking thousand of them in there. I'm going to, to air raid the Oakland Raiders. And I don't understand. They played three games. Listen, their offensive line and their defensive line are better than I thought. I knew their D line was good. So let's just say their offensive line is so much better than I thought. I, I can't deny that credit where credit is due three and O credit, but they have not faced opponents who can go after their Achilles heel. They have not, they have not. Lamar Jackson, Ben Roethlisberger, Jacoby Brissett. No one is willing to go over the top on these guys. No one is able to establish they can throw the ball and then set up all different ranges of the pass game. I am. I am. I am. Because you want to know something? It's time. You might have You might have said, Feinberg, you need to chill out on this Herbert guy. Feinberg, he's just a rookie. Feinberg, I get you're excited. Feinbolt, that was a pretty good rookie season. But he just stacked up a lot of wins at the end of the game. Feinbolt, we'll see what he does in year two. Feinbolt, I need to see more. Well, I think it's time you could say you've seen enough. That's it. He's special. He is special. And if you haven't accepted it, you're not watching the show. Because I think the only people who watch the show have accepted it. The next big thing. I got one. I got one. And I feel, I feel, I feel for a friend like Tim. Darnold's now 3-0 with his new team. Zach Wilson is a mess. I got to go from Rivers to this guy. And you can have your own opinions on Rivers. I got to go from Rivers to this guy, okay? I got to go from Rivers to this guy. There's no Todd Collins bullshit like Buffalo. We can name seven others there, 12 others. There's no freaking Brock Hewer, Jay Fiedler, Ray Lucas shit here. Dante Culpepper shit here. You know, could use Denver as an example, but hey, I mean, they, they brought in Manning and they won a Super Bowl. So they did more than enough to replace Elway. But you get my point. We didn't have to do it. Just happened. And I'm blessed and we're lucky and it happened. So that is super cool. That's super cool. Legal shift, that's got to end. It's the one thing that can end us. I don't really know why that happens and then when you see pipkins get a false start at the goal line like when your eighth offensive lineman is in the game for a jumbo package and we're getting false starts you know from him that that's incredibly incredibly frustrating um but yeah it's the last fact drew tranquil's got to play more on defense i don't understand why the snaps are so low i don't know what i am missing i don't know what's happening with that rotation I guess uh, as a host of Fine Bolt, that's something I need to look into more. But I am super keen on Drew Tranquil. I, I would thought his role would be that much more extensive. Secondly, I'm not just trying to carry Coach Staley's water. I'll do that enough. I'll do that plenty. I actually believe him when he says that we, 
the run defense has been a bit of a concern. You know, had the Chiefs not turned the ball over, they were having long drives. They were taking 10, 12 play drives using a lot of clock um, and scoring points, touchdowns. And they would have scored more had they not had the turnovers. I don't doubt that. I'm not an idiot. Well, I am, but not on that. But the run defense, in a lot of plays that it seems like the opponent is getting um, quality yards on to good yards on, it seems like the Chargers are, in fact, in run calls. And there is some level of an initial opportunity to make these plays. And in multiple instances in the backfield. So Charger fans, I know you know what I am talking about. And ones that love to listen and watch every word that comes out of Coach Staley's mouth, you know what I'm talking about. Because two weeks now, he has stressed that, you know, on certain run plays, he's just got to teach something better. Because they're in a run call. They're in a run defense call, and they're getting the run. Like in that chess game, he is anticipating the move. He's calling the defense to stop the move, but the play isn't being executed. And there have been some minor criticisms of K-9 and Murray, right? I haven't really seen it. I haven't really seen a lapsed assignment. But again, I, I like just watching plays again. But I'm not technical in how I watch stuff again. I'm not smart enough to really know what I am looking for. You know, in some plays, I try to just find Asante Samuel and his route to a football, and it takes me a couple plays to, to locate him. Like, I'll watch it once, and I thought that was him coming to him, and it wasn't. He came from that angle and makes the interception. Um, and another game, another amazing play by Asante. And I think uh, Slater had one bad penalty in the game, but, I mean, who on the Chargers hasn't had a bad penalty? literally everybody. So he's just par for the course on that one. And the fact that it's just one, I guess you get a free pass from me. So the rookies have just been out of this world guys. And do we have a kicking problem? I, I hope. And, but when rookie, you know, first and second round and then the contributions from, from round tree. And um, you wonder about say rumps rotation role. I see Palmer loitering on the sidelines a lot. I did not see him get into the game a ton. On, uh, let me bring up the snap counts. But yeah, the rookies have, I, I mean, again, thoroughly impressed. When you can add those first and second round picks to what we have done here, that is super exciting. Right? So too many more sleeps until the Raider game. Too many more sleeps into the Raider game. I'm going to close on this. I'm going to close on this. It's a separate issue. I was having fun on the internet thinking, oh, Eli's going to broadcast a Charger game next week. And then he flips the double bird. And I'm like, oh, Eli's intentionally getting suspended so he doesn't have to broadcast the Chargers game next week. I was excited for the Madden cast, though. I was going to watch it. I thought maybe I could have been a guest. I joke. But now they're not doing another Madden cast till week eight. And I assume that was pre-scheduled, not part of, um, you know, not because Eli flipped the bird. That being said, people that think I don't like the Dolphins, that's just a, 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 I went to, you know, Jewish day school sort of beef. And I had, to, I was a San Diego boy and I had too many friends who 
whose boobies brought them back merino shirts and dolphins pennants. That's just like its own little personal thing. The Giants, I think, are a team that I actually hate. And a lot of that, all of that, I guess, stems from the Eli stuff. And I acknowledge we're the losers. Eli got two Super Bowls. I could think Rivers is better than Eli. I think the statistics kind of bear that out. And I don't think the Chargers would have won as many games with Eli as they did with Phillip. That being said, maybe they would have been better in the playoff games that they got to with Phillip. Although Phillip beat Manning a lot. He just couldn't beat Manning and Brady in back-to-back weeks. That was always a tough thing to have to come out of the AFC in that era to make the Super Bowl. If you weren't the Chiefs or the, the Colts or Brady, you had to beat both of them. And that was the road, you know? So that, that kind of sucked. And a lot of the times, I think when Pittsburgh got there, we beat the Colts for them. I could be wrong, but that's just how I remember it. Whatever. I'm not, they got two Super Bowls. I'd give both my testicles for those. So that's just it. I'm done making children any. That being said, I hope nothing good comes to the Giants. And in the last year, I've, I've gained a lot of friends that are Giants fans unknowingly. There seems to be this new quote quota of this golf niche Twitter that I'm a part of that is from Jersey. It's like Jersey, Long Island crew. And I like a lot of those guys and they seem to all be big Giants fans. So it's unfortunate as I'm becoming friends with Giants fans that my true hatred for the Giants is probably coming. But I hope nothing but purgatory for them for a very long time, especially at quarterback. And Giants fans know, because it's not a secret, and I'm not making this up. Giants fans know how much Gettleman, like Gettleman coveted Herbert, apparently. He wanted Herbert. Herbert goes back to school. Gettleman drafts Daniel Jones. This is like the little revenge that I'm making up in my head, people. Because I am demented, not in a Tim Anderson way, in a very different way. So that's going to be a new live. That is essentially become a living truth for me. Yeah. The Giants should have had Herbert. He went back to school. He's mine now, and they're screwed. They're screwed. Lost to Atlanta. I don't know if my 0 and 17 Giant jokes, like I should say, they're still jokes. Maybe I should just try to own them. Say, no, I want this team to go in 0 and 17. They're dog shit. Playing the Raiders and I'm bashing the Giants. Hopefully we'll be back on Monday um, with a special edition. Very short one, but just you see my pure adrenaline like flowing. Can't wait. Feed me the Raiders. Feed me the Raiders. Oh, oh, feed them to me now. I'm Jeff Feinberg. Like, sub, comment, all that fun stuff. This is Fine Bolt. I expect to see you when I record my spread pick'em show with Pat and Pat and Tim later in the week. And I expect to see you hopefully on Monday for a little special edition Monday night football fine bolt. We out. Stepped on Mahomes' neck. Gone. 